You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome back to Becky Well Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's kick off hour number three by looking ahead to week 16 of the NFL season. And I suppose we should go in reverse chronological order because we will have to trudge through some bad games, some decent games to get all the way to the end. Might be the game of the year up to this point. The Ravens at the 49ers, San Francisco five and a half point favorites and this number was four and a half earlier and despite the Ravens uh winning against Jacksonville covering that number last night the number moved to 49ers minus five and a half with a total of 46 Joe what are your first impressions on this one man interesting that that number's been going up you know this this has been circled for a long time this season and that's that's how high the market is on San Francisco. And yes, I'm with them. Best team in the NFL. I understand that. And they have a great home field advantage. <laughs> they never seem to lose there. We all get it. And they they only lose when, when they're missing their best players, when they went through that uh, three-game streak earlier this season. But that much? That much? That feels like a lot. Are, are they baiting us to take Baltimore, just take Lamar as a heavy dog? Mm-hmm. I mean, Lamar's doesn't have great history even though they covered last night as a as a significant favorite but they're pretty good Harbaugh and La, and Lamar's dog especially getting this many also Lamar against NFC teams can we run that back oh here we I go like those numbers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 19 and 3 something like that let's those go those are bad NFC teams I think <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the quality of competition might be going up just a hair against the 49ers compared with everyone else. I mean, part of it, I'm sure, like the injuries are starting to stack up, and I get that. And maybe all of the Tariko Collinsworth MVP love with Lamar Jackson. Oh, my I just God. don't know how you quantify Lamar Jackson with all the things he's doing. Well, we find ways to quantify everything. You should know you run PFF. They quantify anything and everything. Like, yes, you can quantify what Lamar Jackson is doing. He's very, very good. Yes, no doubt about it. But Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, how to evaluate Brock Purdy and what he means to this 49ers offense, all of that stuff, like at some point you have to respect that these near-perfect passer ratings week in and week out actually mean something. And they're doing it against some good defenses, maybe not so much yesterday, but they're doing it against some good defenses where there's so many weapons, they're so healthy, To me, this is probably more of a health number than anything else. And it's probably fairly sharp as that, as far as that's concerned. At some point, this offensive line for the Ravens, like they have to play well in terms of pass protection. I just have questions about that right now. I guess there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that are really smart with this stuff and power ratings and all that. Let's put these teams one and two. 
that's, that's my guess as a whole. It won't be everyone, but that just kind of tells you about the gap between one and two or one in like maybe it's three. Um, mm-hmm. That is five and a half. That is five and a half. How much is San Francisco getting for home field? Can't be that much. So, I mean, that's, I, that's the story right now to me. I mean, we'll see how it ends up playing out. But, yeah, the betting market is so much higher on San Francisco than anybody else in the league. Yeah, and it's just interesting even if you look at dvoa the one and two like offensively niners rank one baltimore ranks five defensively niners rank fourth baltimore two this is like the game of the year i'm so excited for this one oh yeah this is our christmas present uh at the end of the day (laughs) we open the presents we've dealt with the family we've done all of these cool things we have to make sure that our christmas plans end at 8 15 eastern time 5 15 out west so that we can watch this game uninterrupted and i am grateful for my family that all of our activities are christmas eve and christmas morning and then everyone kind of does their own thing in the evening i can watch this game unencumbered and for that i consider that a christmas blessing does anybody have plans is that a christmas night i never have stuff going on christmas night I'm all over it, in Brooklyn to bed so I can watch this uninterrupted. Exactly. That's what I plan to do. You will go to exactly. bed and you will like it. Yeah. Merry yeah, because the first two games, first two games of the day are probably going to stink. I mean, they're double digit mm-hmm. favorites with Kansas City and Philadelphia. I mean, that's going to be DeVito and uh, O'Connell. Okay, great. Nice job mm-hmm. last week. But and not hmm. only that, Joe, but the totals in these games, 43 for the Chiefs, 43 and a half for the Eagles game. I could see those going under. So we're not even going to have like fun, explosive games or like even if they're lopsided, like we're seeing cool plays in the process. We may not even get that in either contest. Like we really are going to. Ready. BetQL Send It In with PJ Glasser. We want to hear from you. Send It In is about your picks, your trends, and your fades. Share your thoughts, predictions, and your best daily best bets with the Send It In community. Set your reminders, mark your calendars, and get ready to send it in on weekday afternoons at 1 Eastern on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. On your home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski. Lion stuff is just, oh my God, I just want to vomit. Aaron Hawksworth. That's all I have to say to that. And Ed Egros. We will do the work for you. On the BetQL Network. The final game. Those numbers don't change very much, even though you can bet on them well in advance. But Mm -hmm. I have not given NBA Christmas action that much thought, even though it is of significance. I've given it zero thought. I forgot about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Completely forgot about it. We are famously an NBA show. (laughs) That we do know. Uh, Another game we should probably get to uh, as far as week 16 is concerned happening Christmas Eve. That would be the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Miami at home laying one and a half. Big, big total of 51. Do we trust uh, what the Dolphins can do with or without Tyreek Hill? And can we trust Dak Prescott to bounce back from that putrid, putrid performance against Buffalo yesterday? 
Yeah, I think so. Another tough road spot here. Hmm. It's, uh, I don't know. Is, is Tyree going to be back? I was a little surprised that he did not. Over. Lions, like. But that's literally. didn't miss him at all uh in that matchup yesterday zach wilson ends up exiting and and yeah i mean it, it was just uh, a runway after that i i would trust the cowboys that's that's my first thought on that that you know you might want to take a look at the cowboys in this one Aaron's no grimacing. you you trust the dolphins her teeth the words the words i trust the cowboys just words I in a bounce back <laughs> In a bounce back know, in this specific gosh. situation. I might be scarred. The one time I tried to back oh, the I knew Cowboys. It. That, that's when I felt great about the Bills. When, when you went on Cowboys, I'm like, what is she? What, what, what is happening here? What is this? You're fading oh the hawk. Yeah. Man. Come on. I, I can't do it this time. Maybe it's just because of my bias from a betting perspective this last week. I can't get on board right now. There's still plenty of time, but no. No, no, and more no. Give me Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins. Oh, that's what Any team the Cowboys are playing. (laughs) Believe it or not, I want to say this has nothing to do with the Cowboys. This has everything to do with backing your boyfriend on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Because somehow the presents got lost in the mail. So now this is what you're going to do is offer this overture so that McDaniel can be your new backup date. (laughs) There you go. God, the Cowboys suck on the road. I don't know. They do. We'll revisit this one. But you know what? Here's the thing, though, about that. Like, okay, the Arizona loss, yes, that was awful. Absolutely. I guess they're going to defend them. Criticize the Cowboys, all that stuff. (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though. Like, the yes. 49ers, the Eagles, and now the Bills. Yeah. Like, it's not like these road games were easy. And there were probably like okay. certain contexts as well. Like, okay, they looked bad against 49ers. Fine. Like, they're not good against, you know, teams that run a lot of motion very well. And that's why there's some concerns here against the Dolphins. They also have a lot of motion in that offense. But it's not like these road games were easy to begin with, sans the Arizona one. Like, doesn't that matter when talking about this home road split? A little bit. They're not, they didn't even compete in a couple of them. They didn't show up Fair. at all. So, like, and also, if you believe you're a Super Bowl contender, like, be live for some of them. It's not okay to be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, those are tough games. Wait, you're supposed to be a tough matchup for them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. That That sounds like you're bringing the mentality of a team that's middle of the road. They're not supposed to be middle of the road. Mm-hmm. They were well, in the Eagles game in Philly, and I know that's only no, one. No, I know. Game, I'm talking were... about San Francisco and Buffalo games. Yeah, they were in yeah, that game. Fair enough. Yeah, right. But isn't this like this is what we said about Miami in big games too, right? Kansas City, yeah, it looked close at the end. They got blown out. Philly, Buffalo, same story True. with them. So it's almost like the fraud bowl a little bit. <laughs> They're um, playing each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. Someone must be less someone. fraudulent. Someone I'm has to win Dak. this game. Right, or they could tie, which would be perfect. I'm assuming Dak MVP yeah. is dead, unfortunately. However, I, I guess the dead. path is they win a 
35 28 games something like that high scoring game against the dolphins and mm-hmm. lamar doesn't ball out but the ravens defense somehow locks down purdy like and then it's it's back to close right. but that that's your kind of only mm-hmm. path right and you know it'd be great if the eagles lost tonight too but that's kind of it uh, well, that's and, all you need but, and these mm-hmm. are but these are great matchups though for them for Dak and that yes. offense to go off a couple of them so mm-hmm. with Detroit, yeah, and Washington, especially if Tyreek Hill is yeah. part of this mix or or limited in some way, I think one of the things that I and I don't know if you guys have noticed this as well, but when it comes to injuries with the Dolphins, they tend to err on the conservative side. Like Devon Achan kind of stands out to me, yeah. but they don't roll yeah. guys out there if they are not at least like eighty percent. And I'm just throwing a number against the wall, but. It does seem like that conservatism probably would be such where you're going to overcome that and you're probably going to be a little bit riskier in a game like this, knowing full well that the Bills are just chugging along. They get the Chargers. They'll win that game as what, 13 and a half point favorites or whatever it is. Like you still have things you need to accomplish and this is important business to tend to. Yeah, conservative to a point. Like Waddle took a shot early, and I thought he might be done for the game, but then he came back. Like right. so, they'll right. Yeah, if they can afford to and be conservative, they will be. But it's also Tyreek came back, spot. but also Mike McDaniel and crew got a lot of criticism last year for putting yeah, Tua yeah. out there. Remember, so I think they're yeah. like under some scrutiny for not taking things too seriously, and so they're probably like, let's just err on the side of caution here because of that. Mm-hmm. Dallas. Baltimore, Buffalo. Let's see if you're real. That's awful. (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, We need to talk about Bills to win that division tomorrow. Yeah, right. No kidding. And, you know, as I mentioned, uh, you know, the Bills have a fairly easy contest on the road, 13 and a half point favorites there. uh, And that's happening on Mm -hmm. Saturday on Peacock. I'd take care. The Wizards. Uh, in Missouri or something, uh, that yeah. will be problematic. Uh, how about choose your own adventure here? What's another game that uh, stands out for the Christmas slate, Joe? Oh, um, <laughs> there's a lot of games where you look at it and be like. Mm, that team should not be favored by a field goal over anyone. Mm-hmm. Like that, that That's where I'm at. Like when I see the Bears at four and a half, and I think it was a fair discussion uh, last week, wondering if the market has completely caught up to the Bears. And uh, I, it depends what you want to call it. It was probably a push. I'd say most places had three, but I did see two and a half at game time. So if you got Cleveland minus two and a half, you end up covering that one. But for the Bears to be favored by four and a half, against Arizona it's like okay now we're going too far especially with all the mistakes that they made like there's there's a lot that jump out the Jets are three-point favorites that's how down everyone is that's on the, the commanders one. that yeah. I mean that's a big one we don't know about Stroud right now and he's a two and a half point favorite over Cleveland or just Houston I'm assuming Stroud's going to come back but who knows um especially with mm-hmm. the three-way tie going on and he already sat last week so you know, that's probably going to be a lot of my betting in the Christmas week card is looking at teams that should not be laying points. 
Yeah, like, them? excuse me. Did the Jets just not get annihilated yesterday? Oh my God. What are we doing? Does, do the bookmakers think Aaron Rodgers is coming back? I don't understand that number. Oh, my God. I, I'm always trashing the commanders, <laughs> but in this spot, that's just no on the Jets. Can't back them this favorite. Is Howell, but Howell's coming back as the guy, right? That's what they're saying? I think so. Who knows, Ugh, man? Gross. Aaron, Aaron, I think you just gave us all a migraine talking about Aaron Rodgers coming back. Uh, I'm going to take some <laughs> aspirin uh, during the break. Meantime, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We'll continue our look at week 16 of the NFL slate right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you ready for the most interactive sports gambling show? Introducing BetQL Send It In with PJ Glasser. We want to hear from you. Send It In is about your picks, your trends, and your fades. Share your thoughts, predictions, and your best daily best bets with the Send It In community. Set your reminders, mark your calendars, and get ready to send it in on weekday afternoons at 1 Eastern on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. On your home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And coming up in about 20 minutes or so, we will have our lightning bets where we will share a same-game parlay, a show's same-game parlay for Monday Night Football between the Eagles and the Seahawks. But in the meantime, let's talk about Week 16 a little bit more. I've taken my painkiller during the break, and so now I can comfortably talk about Aaron Rodgers potentially coming back for the New York Football Jets. They are laying three against the Commanders. Should the Jets be three-point favorites against anybody, uh, especially with a total of 37 and a half, Joe? Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. What do we do? So before all the action started on Sunday morning, all the newsmakers were out there. Aaron Rodgers expected to be clear to play this week. And then the Jets get blanked and um, they're eliminated from the playoffs. So now what? Has this always been in only if they make or are alive for the playoffs situation. I don't know mm. about that the, with the ego involved and they'll play it off as saying, well, it, you know, it's more time actually on the field in this offense, moment, carry over momentum than next year, more work with Garrett Wilson, who we know is going to be there and Rogers out to prove, Hey, I am going to be back next season. It's not just, um, it's not just me and it, and there's going to be questions about retirement in the offseason. I guess there's motivation there, but at some point the parents have to step in and say, no, this is idiotic, but Rogers is running the organization. They let him do whatever he wants. He tells the GM mm -hmm. who's coming in. So I don't know. I'm, I don't really care much about it, but it is possible that that's what this line is saying that, that it is a real possibility, even though the Jets are eliminated, that he could be playing on Sunday. That, that I don't know. I can't get on board with that. They, stupid, it is so crazy. I'm speechless. You, you know? <laughs> oh, man. I guess. Like, he's going to get re-injured and be out all the next year. They have nothing to play that? for right now. Yeah. What if that happens? Well, I mean, it would be so Jets for that to happen. It, it would be, but here's the thinking. So this injury happened in what? Mid-September, it was week one. So September 12th, thereabouts, yeah. give or take. Sure. And so it's taken him, you know, if he does play and, you know, plays at a high level, it's taken him, what, three and a half months for him to come back and showcase to the world that he is uh, some biological mastermind or something. If he does get injured again, then you just reset the timeline for another three and a half months. So he could be ready to go for week one of next season if his mentality is, okay, well, it took me three and a half months to get ready. I got hurt again, so I'll only need another three and a half months, and then I will be okay. I suspect that's the mentality going forward to where, okay, yes, the offensive line is terrible. It does need to be improved, all of that stuff, but... I can showcase to the world that I'm still Aaron freaking Rogers. And even if I go down again, well, that's not going to matter for next season because I am Aaron freaking Rogers. Aaron, you're 40. <laughs> you're not going to come back like you did before. It's not the same anymore. We've got to handle things differently. But yeah, I understand. He won't look at it that way. Right. It's part of the deal. It's fine, I guess. One more injury uh, could be of, it. Could be. Right. That 
That's mm-hmm. what I'd be worried about if I'm the Jets. But maybe they need that. Maybe they should move on instead of dragging this out another season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking there. of, a couple of quick updates when it comes to uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, Ian Rappaport says uh, Geno Smith with that groin injury has an uphill battle to play. Uh, oh, did remind us Jalen Hurts is sick, but it looks like he's trending toward playing. So mm-hmm. if this is the combination that it is Jalen Hurts against Drew Locke, how does that impact things? As I look at the uh, spread right now, it's still at three and a half per bet MGM with a total of 45. So things haven't changed very much. Maybe this is kind of anticipated. Uh, but still, yeah. though, as I perhaps revise how I look at this game, I just look at Drew Locke very differently when the Seahawks have him. I get it. Look, I I've I expect Hurts to play in this game. Mm-hmm. This guy is so tough. Him flying out there. Um, I know the market moved and they were reacting to this, not really sure what's going to happen. And that makes sense. Take the, take the points as a big home dog where they played well. Um, but man, yeah, I do expect him to play. I do. So mm-hmm. I, it doesn't change things too much for, for the, I think the more interesting uh, report is the Gino one because that is, yeah. that changes it. That wouldn't you say Gino, to lo- to lock is a bigger downgrade than hurts to Mariota, even Absolutely. though hurts is is higher. Yeah, right. In terms of that discrepancy, what they need to get by, a hundred percent, I agree with that. Um, you know, it's kind of funny too uh, talking about Jalen Hurts being sick. Uh, if you're say like Jason Kelsey or that offensive line having to do the tush push, wouldn't you get a little germaphobic? Uh, is say the guy you're pushing or the uh, guy you're next to is sick. Like, wouldn't you be afraid that's going to be passed along to you? Like, am I the only one who thinks about such things? I don't think at this Playing point football. you're just trying to win. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't care about that at this point. Uh, by the way, already moved to three and a half, and I see some mm-hmm. trending four. So how high oh, is this going to go? Right. Yeah. Six. Supplies last. Goes six. Six. Before getting in it's Drew Locke. You're talking about one of the worst quarterbacks in it's football. Awful. We've seen how many other times? Like, what's the best performance this guy has ever had? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I like John Ewing did put out a stat about him being like a decent quarterback. Oh, let's see. John Ewing, uh, Drew Locke as an underdog is 12 and 7, so not the biggest sample size ever. 63% against the spread as an underdog. No insights on what those numbers were we saw him kind of start hot against what san francisco and then that turned into a boat race like i just i can't do it like i i don't know that i i i originally come in the week felt like it was a get right spot for the eagles right i just i can't back i don't know that i love that side i just i can't back drew lock again i just, <sighs> just can't do it god mm-hmm. like i was liking the over but if one side's gonna give me like max out at 10 points i can't play the over right right what do you do there god you're just terrible can can the eagles cover it by themselves though like that's also a serious possibility where they just go nuts and score 42 45 something like that like there's a path to that and maybe that's why i'm slightly comfortable betting the over because like the seahawks defense has had a ton of injuries like it it all started losing a chin and it just got worse from there I could see Philly bouncing back and going nuts, right? Yeah. No, I, I get your point. But 
if if that's the thinking, I'll just take the team total then on Philly. Sure. What is the team that's total? That's a good idea. Was it in the low thirties, high twenties? Oh no, it can't be that high. No, right? it's gotta be twenty three and a half, something like that. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, I gotta take the over there. Yeah, yeah I'll just do that. Good. Yeah. Okay. We're giving away one of our uh, legs for a same game parlay. It's nice. Uh, okay, let's uh, move on now to another one that stands out uh, for Week 16. How about the Packers and the Panthers? Green Bay four and a half point favorites on the road at Carolina with a total of 36 and a half, and it is really hard not to call the Packers fraudulent after letting Baker Mayfield literally do whatever he wanted to do yesterday. So I guess they're going to fire Joe Barry now. Are they finally going to do it? Oh, <laughs> fire please. Defensive I've been Pull saying that guy stinks for a while. Let's do it. Yeah. You come to Lambeau and put up 34. How about that? It, and the Bucks were missing a ton of defensive starters too. Just mm -hmm. come on. What are you doing, guys? Yeah. Giants, and then at home they lose to the Bucks. They thought they were live at 6-6 six and six after making their run, and then – uh, this has happened. So they, they're going to wrap the season. Carolina, Minnesota, Chicago. Um, yeah, like spot-wise, you know, Carolina wins a game, sloppy conditions against a stupid Falcons team. So you probably want to bet against that. But four and a half, um, yeah, I don't – I have a tough time laying four and a half with this team on the road. I really do. Mm -hmm. In Green Bay. God, I want to say this where, is like, a bounce back spots. They were rolling for a while, but man, they do seem, the Packers seem like frauds now, right? I mean, the Panthers are dead. Like if you can't crush mm -hmm. the Panthers, who are you? You know, it's funny too, that it wasn't even Mike Evans going galactic. No. And that's why the Packers lost that game. It was Chris Godwin. You know, he was going nuts against cover three, nine of 11, 175 yards, three touchdowns. It's funny, uh, Ed Fang, friend of the show, friend of mine, he made a really important point. I didn't listen to it at the time, and I should have. But he made a really great point about why we should discount the Packers. And it's one of those things, okay, you look at defense statistics, and then, yeah, Green Bay, like, they're okay in some spots. But it matters a great deal who you've played, the quarterbacks you have gone up against when evaluating defenses in general. Green Bay faced Tommy DeVito and lost. Faced the Chiefs with tons of receiver drops. Faced the Lions with lucky takeaways. The Rams, but with Brett Rippon. This is something where if you have right. an, a competent quarterback, the Packers are going to struggle. And even though we may not like Carolina all that much, at least the ground game can be good in spurts. And that's enough for me to believe that this is more of a stay away unless they're key props I like. But if they don't have like their full complement of weapons offensively, the Packers do, well, you can't trust that defense, not even against yep. Bryce Young and company. This feels like a stay away more than anything else, unless there's like one or two props I might want to pick apart, but it's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, Chuba Hubbard's been uh, the go-to guy of late, and he's done very well. How about – Sure. That was another thing from that game. I mean, we didn't talk about it much, but, you know, as long as we're talking mm -hmm. about uh, – Carolina here it's just man with those conditions it was set up like part of the handicap is okay you you probably want to back the winning team right uh, the running mm -hmm. team rather and you would think that that would be the Falcons that was not the case yesterday 
It was Carolina. Sir. And all, all Bryce Young had to do was not turn the ball over, and he didn't turn it over. So good job out, out of him. And then, you know, Ritter with <laughs> the, terrible, the terrible interception. Bijan had seven carries in those conditions. <laughs> I know there was a fumble, but my God, what? It was like a consensus. This guy's going to be the offensive rookie of the year, and Arthur Smith doesn't want him on the field. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of Bijan being like a problem in the locker room or, you know, having some sort of, you know, negativity surrounding him. Like, as far as I could tell, everybody loved the guy. Like Everybody was just mm-hmm. fine with him. And I do wonder, like, when you're hearing about, like, you know, problem players or something like that, how much of that is just frustration knowing full well, hey, look, I came from a program where we had legitimate coaching and now I'm in this mess and I just can't buy into what you're selling and so because of that, the coach, you know, takes it personally and, you know, limits carries or re- receptions or whatever it is. It's like there's bad blood brewing between your star offensive weapon and the head coach. That just can't happen. So who's easier, you know, which which person is easier to rid yourself of? It's going to be Arthur Smith. I don't know how he survives this season. He's out. Yeah. He's out. It's year three. Yeah. Year three. Yeah. There's no, you're not making strides and Mm-mm. the offense is going to be his baby. And, and what have they done? I mean, no, get out of here. Also, no. Drake this London only is. having 24 yards made me mad as well. He had 172 <laughs> the week before that. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> Carolina's defense knows how to contain that. Like that's, that's just brutal. Um, I know we've, I blame him. Yeah. What a bum. That's fair. He's like, they're not as bad That's as fair. Carolina. Well, you sure? Let's do a check-in. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Falcons, guys, uh, they are two-point dogs at home against the Colts. Another team that we're just not keen on, but it's possible, as we mentioned before, when talking about the AFC South, that Gardner Minshew may just be the healthiest quarterback, and Indy wins the division by default in that regard. But, I mean... I still don't trust the Colts. I just can't do it. Like, is this another stay away game for me uh, between the Colts and Falcons? Indy is two point favorites on the road. What do you not trust? What, what, what's concerning with them? I mean, you look at Minshew's numbers, you you look at the rushing attack, like, you know, even you're going to back up running backs and they're still being successful. I, I just don't know if I'm still clutching onto my priors so much. So with them, that I just have nothing I can believe. You know, Michael Pittman, okay, good receiver, but do I trust everybody else? Like, I don't know how they're doing it. And if I don't have, like, something I can pin on them to say, okay, this is their process, then I'm just uncomfortable in general. Yeah, and P- Pittman got hurt average. on Saturday, too. Yeah, right. that's fair. The problem is they're just average. They're not good at anything on either side of the ball, but they're just ho-hum, and they, they're, they're totally – mid and they're getting it done somehow when everyone else has been up and down i think i don't even know if pittsburgh's mid anymore for that colts offense with all the injuries they had to put up 30 on right. you that's embarrassing and and they had their studs oh that was mm-hmm. bad yeah look. yeah it really was this is back daily presented by betmgm coming up next our lightning that's our favorite plays for tonight right here on the beck network We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.
Are you ready for the most interactive sports gambling show? Introducing BetQL Send It In with PJ Glasser. We want to hear from you. Send It In is about your picks, your trends, and your fades. Share your thoughts, predictions, and your best daily best bets with the Send It In community. Set your reminders, mark your calendars, and get ready to send it in on weekday afternoons at 1 Eastern on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. On your home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And for our lightning bets, we will do things just a little bit differently this time. We are going to put together a same-game parlay. Why, you ask? Because it is the seven days of parlays at BetMGM today through Sunday, Christmas Eve. BetMGM account holders will receive a token to use on select parlays and SGPs each day during the promotional period and to get these offers go to the seven days of parlays page and claim your daily reward receive parlay boost tokens to use on select parlays and sgps each day during the promotion score a bigger payout if you win your parlay with the token activated and of course happy holidays from the king of sports books so we will start with a pro football same game parlay boost token so joe we'll start with you what do you want to put in our same game parlay for Monday night football? So I was thinking about Seahawks receivers, but 
what we've gotten so far, how do I start with Metcalf or Lockett or something like that when it might be Drew Locke as a signal caller for Seattle? So I've got to pivot off of that. Hmm. Just based on what we know right now, you can do a team total in this one. Uh, can we? I don't know. I I, I honestly don't know. Just just I'll, I'll, work, I'll workshop it. I'll workshop it. But uh, yeah, say what you're going to say. Okay. Because okay. if you can do team total Philly over 24 and a half against the Seahawks uh, defense, I, I would go that route. And especially since it looks like uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be out there. But if, if it, I mean, it just sounds like Geno's not going to be out there, which is very, very disappointing because I really like that matchup against that Eagles secondary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aaron, what are you thinking? So I was looking at earlier in the show, Kenneth Walker, and I think they're going to have to rely on him. He has, he really hasn't been doing that much lately. So I would stay away from his total rushing yards, but longest rush 13 and a half. He's gone over that 18 times this season. 12 was his longest against the Niners. So I think he can do that over 13 and a half. Okay. I'm going to go to the defensive side of the ball, and I'm going to look at Nicholas Morrow under six and a half tackles plus assists. Uh, some of that is just based upon projection, but I wonder also, uh, as it's starting to get a little bit more juice, I think it was at minus 110 earlier, now minus 120 on BetMGM. I think when we're looking at who will be impactful for this, say, you know, Eagles defense, I do wonder if some of this is going to be like your pass rushers up front uh, versus the guys who are more taking care of space as off ball guys. Um, If it Mm -hmm. is Drew Locke, then it might be the guys up front, you know, those defensive linemen for the Eagles who are going to be accruing those tackles, vis-a-vis sacks, things like that, maybe more throwaways. I can see Drew Locke trying to just get rid of the ball quickly uh, after getting taken down a couple of times. This is probably not a game where they're going to keep things – you know, even if they do sort of keep things on the ground, I don't know if they're going to go tomorrow's, like, say, weak side, something like that. They'll probably go in, in different directions. So I don't know if the opportunities will be there. So I'm going to go under six and a half tackles plus assists. Uh, Paul, do you have one you want to add to the group? I'm working, uh, trying to see uh, what, what exactly fits into these same game parlays and does not. I, I'm going to go Kenny Gainwell TD, though. Um, Again, okay. especially with Jalen Hurts, he has the behind Swift. He's only like Swift has twenty nine red zone carries. Um, Gainwell has nineteen, so they go to him a good amount in the red zone. And if like their go to guy, Jalen Hurts, yeah, if it's on the one yard line, sure they'll do the tush push. But anything outside of that, if he's a little feeling under the weather, maybe they hand off those duties elsewhere. So uh, mm-hmm. I will go Gainwell. Best number I see, I believe, is a five to one. Uh, over at BetMGM, he is a Kenneth Gainwell plus 450. Interesting. Okay. Is your Sounds boy Drew Locke going to take a ton of sacks? Is he going to take a ton of sacks, Drew Locke, if it's him? Yes. <sighs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So Especially which guy gets this pass rush? Yeah. Which one? Is I there don't one that see stands sacks. Out? L- I don't see sacks Not listed at BetMGM right now. I see tackles and assists, mm-hmm. or just assists and tackles. Man, Will Anderson not playing. Jalen Carter, now minus 1,200, defensive rookie. Had a nice run. I know. Right? It's over. I know. Yeah. Uh, 
Maybe Anderson has to play next week. He's got to have three monster games in a row. But I, I think the price games. is still kind of ridiculous. I still it is. think the price mm-hmm. is kind of ridiculous. Like, what has Jalen Carter really done? I mean, take away that highlight, the price is still like that scoop and score. I think it's still probably the same price. It's just like, yeah. what's your other options? Let's see. You got Joe Flacco. I assume Will Levis will be available for Titans Texans, the sequel. And then you're going up against Gardner Minshew. Are these quarterbacks Will Anderson can have big games against? Or are they going to be like the Joe Flacco thing? Like, I'm buying into it. Like, I get he was horrible for three quarters, but that fourth oh, quarter uh, led me to believe like Flacco still is a gamer. He can still win you football games. And so that Christmas Eve game, I go, I don't know if Will Anderson can have a good game against Flacco. I don't know if that's possible. But the other two, maybe. But it feels too little too late to me. Is that fair? What if Houston wins the division and Will Anderson does go on a tear and then all the stats still line up that he's ahead of him? Then maybe he can. And the Cowboys could win the division, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like. Yes, and a lot of it. Yeah. Yep. But look at these markets. Every week they flip so much. I mean, that one, mm-hmm. that one could too. Sure. No, that's fair. Uh, any other legs we want to add to the uh, same game parlay, or uh, are we good with uh, what we have here, Paul? I'm uh, I'm going to the lab. See what kind of number we get on this. But you guys can yeah. go through the rest okay. of the place. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I've got one college football play uh, I can share with you guys. The famous Toastery Bowl between Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. Give me the Hilltoppers on the money line here. Uh, They pass a good bit more than expected. So even if they are dogs, they will find ways to to come right back and win this game uh, at two to one for BetMGM. Uh, Did you guys see the promotional photo that was floating around Twitter for this game? Uh, it was Simba from the Lion King trying to run away uh, from all the uh, evil guys, uh, you know, Scar and all of that stuff. Uh, but instead of, you know, the monkeys or whoever the bad guys were in the Lion King, uh, it was the Hilltopper. You know, the big red, you know, frumpy thing. Like, that's the bad guy. And so the photo mm. made me giggle. So that also, that and the analytics are telling me uh, to back the, the Hilltoppers on the money line. All right. Money line six and a half is ridiculous. And that's where we are there. I I mm-hmm. wanted to take Old Dominion, Western Kentucky quarterback. Uh it's looking like he's out, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Old Dominion has some good wins. But six and a half. Like if we're back at four and a half, four in that range, okay, fine. But uh yeah, I'm not interested there. So uh let let's assume it's it's lock. All right, give me give me Josh Sweat. Over a quarter of mm-hmm. a sack is plus 135. I know Reddick is the obvious one, but that's heavily juiced. I'm going to go with uh, Sweat to uh, get over a quarter of a sack, plus 135. And uh, I mentioned the Eagles team total, over 24 and a hook. If it's Geno, I'll play the game total. But uh, for right now, I'm thinking uh, Eagles over on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that look. I'm going to go to the NBA. Um, was looking at a bunch of double-double props, but a lot of it isn't posted yet. So here we go. Nikola Jokic, triple-double. I can't believe we're at this point where it's already minus 105 at BetMGM. But he does have 10 triple-doubles in 23 games. Maybe if I just sprinkle it every every time he plays, <laughs> I'll be up at the end of the season. So that's <laughs> yes. what I'll be doing tonight. <laughs> 
By the way, guys, uh, I did uh, text J-Rod and ask him, hey, where's my cigar? Where's my bottle oh, of rum? Since you guys get a bunch of stuff from him because he likes you guys so much more than it's me. not fair. Uh, How with, come Jack uh, gets to have a sleepover tonight? And I can't. It's not fair. Ed, are you a youngest? <laughs> I'm the middle. Mm. Oh, I'm a middle too. Oh. But uh, I yeah. guess it kind of makes sense. You're giving us a bad All name. All right, then. Come on. So what J-Rod <laughs> To be fair, I've never received anything from J-Rod either, so. I uh, Then I will, not I will really have looking for cigars, say, but... also wants a cigar or a <laughs> bottle of rum. Merry Aaron, Christmas. Aaron, you were the first Rob. one to see the tattoo, though. That was your gift. Daddy. Wait, where, where was it placed? Oh, that's true. The daddy tattoo. Uh, I thought he shoulders. was joking. Yeah, no, it was joking. real and in color. I don't think it was on the air. I think it was behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's too hot the air, for TV. Though. Like, we know that. Uh, also, J-Rod update. In the summer. <laughs> we gotta, uh, we're going to have to go back into the lab. Uh, no defensive uh -oh. props for the same game parlay. So, Aaron, no longest rush either. So, we went 50-plus yards. Oh uh, his prop is set in the 40s. <laughs> Great. So we've got a gain well anytime touchdown. We've got over 24 and a half. So, Ed, we need you to. Uh... Can you put Eagle spread on there? Sure. Done. Okay. This uh, sounds like the worst parlay of all time. Shut yeah, up. right. Un <laughs> unlike those good parlays that always hit. Yep. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how about Devontae Smith? Longest gain. Can we do that? Go over. You guys have to get so creative. Longest reception. Devontae Smith over 21 and a half. Bingo. Do you have any no. all oh, spreads in Kenny there? Might, Kenny might be back in. Hold on. What? Longest rush. Kenny. Kenneth Walker. They killed Kenny? Yeah. Well, it's a Kenny parlay. All right. So we have. Oh, my God. Oh, God. The show's been canceled. Yeah. yeah. This is exciting. We'll tweet it out. It's. Yeah. Fell flat. Right now we've got Gainwell touchdown, <laughs> Eagles over 24 and a half, Kenneth Walker 50 plus. That's what we're going with. Make sure to follow All of our us great ideas. Dang it. Yeah. yeah. Big ideas show. <laughs> yeah, right. Blame other people when it falls apart. Sometimes it's you know. swinging a miss sometimes. That's right. It's brainstorming. Beautiful Welcome thing. Thanks for watching and listening to Thank You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody. <laughs>